Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of AdTech for Beginners. It's been a while since our last lesson, hey, since we've been a little, just a little, preoccupied with launches and events. We were at the AdTech conference by Comixposium last month, which was held here in India, New Delhi to be specific. It happens every year in 10 cities spread across seven countries around the world, and it's a great place to meet other players in the industry. You get to meet new entrants as well as seasoned ad tech veterans and gather information on what's happening with digital advertising lately. Upcoming advertising mediums, new technologies, latest insights, best practices and all that. It's quite the blast. So on today's lesson, we have Satyam Devecha with us. Satyam is one of the three ad operations stars at Critter with about three years of experience in the realm, and he is a huge fan of Liverpool. So guys, one of the major arms of digital advertising is the management of campaigns, right? Um, Satyam's going to be with us for this lesson and the next couple as well to help us delve into campaign management. Hi Satyam, it's good to finally have you be part of the course. Hello Bhavya, thank you for calling me here and this is actually my first session. Ah, okay, well, it's a pleasure to have you. Satyam, can you first help us understand what ad operations is really all about? Well, sure. So ad operation is that branch of digital advertising that deals with planning, execution and measurement of campaigns, as well as client servicing and troubleshooting of technical and non-technical issues. Okay. Most companies, especially the large ones, will have a team dedicated to handle each of the different functions in ad operations. But here at Critter, we actually work across all five of these. It actually works out better for the client because here they have a single point of contact who is an expert with their particular system across all the functions. Sweet. I guess we can focus on planning, the planning part in this lesson, and we'll cover the execution and management of campaigns in the upcoming weeks. Sounds good? Sure, sounds good. Great. First, it would be good to talk about what a campaign actually is. I'm sure most, if not all of our listeners, have heard the word campaign in some way or form before. I like to define a campaign as a mechanism by which an advertiser can get in front of their customers. How do you define it? Well, that is correct. So a campaign is basically a mean by which an individual, a brand, or in a general term, an advertiser reaches out to the desired audience. Okay. It could be in various formats. It could be programmatic, like what we are discussing here in this course. It could be a physical medium, such as newspaper or billboards. Or it could be television, which, by the way, is also showing a lot of potential to become digital now too. Yeah, I mean, more people are consuming video content on demand using services like Netflix or Amazon Prime, right? Or they're streaming live. But then there's also 
traditional TV, which now that we have smart TVs on the market or connected TV, right? It's actually another medium for real-time advertising instead of the usual mechanism of pre-booking ad slots for TV as we knew it back in the day. So. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. Connected TV and programmatic TV advertising are blowing up opportunities. Okay, so now coming back to campaigns, there are majorly two types of campaigns, branding and performance. Mm-hmm. The key difference to understand between them is that with a branding campaign, the goal of the campaign is to primarily increase the awareness of advertiser's product or service by reaching out to as many unique users as possible. While with the performance campaigns, brands or advertisers are looking to increase the level of engagement with the audience, thereby expecting some kind of immediate returns on the investment. Hmm, okay. Uh, What do you mean by engagement here? So basically, the advertiser needs the user to interact with the ad in some way or the other, whether it is clicking on the ad or buying the advertised product or filling out an inquiry form or installing an app. Okay, so they need to register some kind of click or a conversion as the industry refers to it. Yep. The type of campaign is only one of the various parameters that needs to be ironed out during the planning process. You also want to check what other specs the advertiser would want you to follow. So the first part of planning process or the media planning in formal terms is gathering information from the advertiser. Ah, all right. Um, What kind of information do you ask the advertisers to provide usually? Mm. Throughout the planning process, there is a conversation which happens with the advertiser to make sure their goals are met. But initially, we ask for what we call the contributing elements. There could be more, but typically there are seven main ones. The first is the campaign budget. So how much the advertiser wants to spend? Second is the duration, meaning how long and over what period of time the campaign should run. The third and probably the most important are the goals, objectives and the KPIs, short for key performance indicators. Mm These help to set standards against which we can measure the campaign. Wow, alright. And what about the other four? Well, the remaining elements are target audience that the advertiser wants to reach, pricing. So pricing varies from ad format to ad format. For example, a video ad is three times costlier than a display ad. Likewise, Traffic or inventory of ad space from a premium publisher is costlier than a lesser known website. The media mix, meaning channels and sources of traffic, and the delivery methods, which are based on impressions or conversions. Very cool. And what kind of time frame are you looking at? Um, How long does it take you to collect all this information? It is an ongoing process and can continue throughout the media planning. But for a preliminary plan, I would say a day or two is sufficient. Okay, so you mentioned goals and KPIs being the most important, right? Yes, they are, because those decide almost everything about the campaign. Let's take an example. So, advertiser has form fill as the KPI or final objective of the campaign. And imagine your user filling forms on the tiny screen of the mobile compared to the convenience of filling it on a desktop. Desktop sounds more practical, right? Mm-hmm. If I were to plan and execute such campaign, I'll definitely put more money on desktop as compared to mobile. 
I actually have an acronym I use. Maybe it will be handy for the listeners as well. It's AdWord, which is root of advertising. So AdWord is A-D-V-E-R-T. You want your goals to be accurate, deliverable, verified, engaged, relevant, and time-based. Advert. That's really cool. Okay, I'll need to remember that one. You said accurate, deliverable, verified. Okay, um, firstly, what, what do you mean by verified? Mm, verified is when you have checked and are sure that the ads are shown to the correct user. Wait, first of all, that your ads are shown. There are providers like IS and Mode that have tools to verify the ads on basis of viewability and fraud. Oh, all right. Okay, so that's verification. And uh, E was engaged. What? What mm-hmm. is that? So engaged is when you have received a response from the user. The response could be in any form, maybe a click or an action based on the advertiser's KPI. Okay, so KPI like the form fill or the app mm-hmm. install or download. Yes, exactly. Cool. And then relevant and time-based goals. Okay. Yeah, I think I got it. So now that you have all these contributing elements, as you call them, what is next in the media planning process? Okay. So once you have the campaign specs and expected outcomes from the advertiser, now you check historical information from past media plans and campaigns to help with setting more realistic action items for the upcoming campaign. This is the collating stage. Oh, okay. So we're still collecting more information. Yes. All right. So when you say information about the advertiser, you mean like what they do as a brand, their products and services, their competitors, that kind of information? Mm -hmm. Yes. And you also want to know which geographies they work in, information about their website, like the number of daily visits and the bounce rate. Oh, and in case of performance campaign, you'll also want to take a look at where the conversion touch points are located or where the user will land once he clicks on the ad. We can also look at the user's experience during the journey to the required conversion like the form fill or app install. Wow. Okay. So that that's very, very involved, Satyam. I mean, how do you manage all of this against time? Uh, well, as I said in the beginning, it typically takes a day or two to gather the information. Yeah. You will also have the platform information or whichever advertising platform you are using. You will have all the past information. It's only about running the reports and getting the numbers. Then there are tools like SimilarWeb or Alexa, which will give all the website information of the advertiser. So it's not a very long process or it won't take much time. It's only about a week when you are finally ready with the media plan for a year-long campaign. So look at it this way. It's better to invest a sufficient amount of time and research in the beginning rather than just running the campaign and then regretting later that you didn't do enough research on how you would set up the campaign. Mm, Okay, makes sense. This is given that you have that much time. Yeah? Yes. Okay. Um, So... All right, so you've collected all the information from the advertiser about the advertiser and about Mm -hmm. what was done during similar campaigns in the past. Uh, So what's next? Now we want to validate whether this campaign can be run or not. So basically, we will need to check if we have enough supply to meet the demand. Uh, There are two ways to go. One is the advertiser's in-house data. 
If the demand can be met with the existing supply, there is no further need to check for feasibility with the supply partner. But in case the supply is not sufficient, we will check in the supply console to see if we can call out more of the desired inventory by making some of the targeting changes there. Okay. Um, and when you say supply console, what is that? So every exchange will have a platform in which you can set the QPS. It will have targeting options for geography, for ad formats, ad sizes, mm -hmm. maybe a list of whitelists mm -hmm. uh, of publishers. So yeah, you can make these changes to call out more of the traffic, which is which will be in sync with the demand. So you will be getting requests then only from this kind yes, of traffic, the traffic exactly. that matches that criteria you're setting. All right, then what happens after that? Well, once all of this is done, all that remains is to put this information into an insertion order or an IO, which is an official document that both parties sign off on regarding the commitment to each other and then get the advertiser's approval. Mm -hmm. Once the IO comes back approved, we're all set to go. Sweet. Um, so now in this entire process, Satyam, are there any challenges that you face during the media planning process? I mean, anything that our listeners should look out for in case they're not only undertaking the campaign execution part, but they're also taking care of planning as well. Well, yes, nothing goes without resistance. So the major pitfalls to watch out for are usually lack of information, or I would say lack of consistent and accurate information. Right. It's very hard to predict how a campaign will do if you don't have historical data to work off. Accuracy can also sometimes be an issue, and so can any time constraint on the research and the overall delivery of the campaign as well. Okay, cool. So, I mean, now let's say you do have a time constraint on your campaign, right? Um, you're not running with something that's a year long. Mm -hmm. If someone comes to you, say now we're in mid-April, right, we're halfway through, and they come to you saying, I need you to run a week-long campaign and deliver all of these results by the end of April, right? right. Uh, so you have about two weeks, let's mm -hmm. say. Um, how do you prioritize um, the time that you will spend towards the actual execution of the campaign versus how much you will actually plan for the campaign when you're in a time crunch? Okay. So in this particular case, I'll prioritize campaign execution over planning. So okay. I'll invest more time on execution rather than planning for the campaign because we have only like two weeks to deliver. Yeah. So most probably I'll invest uh, maybe a day or two to gather the information, a uh, couple of hours in talking to the advertiser and getting his requirement, then another couple of hours to research in the supply, whether it is feasible to run this campaign and deliver within 14 days. And yes, uh, most probably it will take only two days. Hmm. Okay. Okay. So at this point, then you are basically, you'll go forward with some information, some mm -hmm. research, and then you will start running the campaign and you kind of yes. feed information back into how you are running the campaign as it goes on for that. Yes, exactly. Section. So it's a continuous feedback loop. Right. So once we have set up the campaign and set it live, mm -hmm. uh, a single piece of information can be very valuable to drive the campaign towards the advertiser's KPI. Okay. And now you're actually working more with, I would say, somewhat real-time results, right? Versus 
Yes. E- yes. Not too much historical. Yes. So yeah. in here we have a real time information which is coming in through the live campaign, mm-hmm. which is more valuable than the historical data. Okay. Of course. Cool. Wow. Okay. That's that was a lot of information. Um, this is such an insightful and very informative session too. I think it's a it's a good place to halt on the the planning part. Um, thank you so much. Well, thank you for having me. And it was a great experience to have my first podcast recorded. Oh, I'm so glad. I mean, well, you'll be coming back uh, next week, right? Um, I'm really excited to speak to you about the campaign execution and optimization after that. So, Me too. I look forward to it. Great. We'll see you then. All right, guys, that brings us to a close for lesson four of AdTech for Beginners. We were in conversation with Satyam Devetra, AdOps consultant for Critter Software. A shout out to Anchor, the podcast hosting platform that is home to our audio course. The platform is really super simple and easy to use with some really great recording tools as well. So be sure to check them out at anchor.fm. Our podcast is also available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, CastBox, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Podbean, Radio Public, and Stitcher. So be sure to catch us wherever you get your podcasts. If you'd like to share your thoughts, comments, feedback, or anything else, feel free to use the comments section or drop us an email at contact at critter.in. If you'd like to send us a tweet, our handle is at tweeting critter. That's T-W-E-E-T-I-N-G-K-R-I-T-T-E-R. My name is Bhavya Rangaramanujan, signing off for now. Take care and happy listening.